Hello, friends. Before I start this podcast, let me be very clear at this day and time that I am all too aware of the situation that is affecting our country right now regarding the loss of Black lives due to racism and police brutality. As a Black man myself, I have faced this reality with my children. I face this reality as someone who simply has to go through life like all of us who are gifted with this image of God, with our particular skin color, and yet we have to live with the reality that at any point, at any time, if we're not in the right place and somebody decides that they don't like the color of our skin, that our lives can be simply taken away. And very rarely is the punishment given to the person that did it. So I'm going to post a lot of links on this podcast and I'm going to continue to share resources that I believe will help us in this fight. But I also want to make it very clear that the mission of God and Gigs has always been a mission of helping people to become better from the inside out. That includes all of our friends, all of my friends and the music and entertainment community that have already been fighting simply by creating art and creating things that would lead to people understanding who they really are and what they should be gain, should should be striving for. And so I know that this podcast and my platform doesn't need to change much because we've always been about inspiring and encouraging people to be who God has called them to be, better than what the society has bestowed upon us and thrown us into. I've always been about that, and that is what's going to continue. I'm going to continue to encourage artists, creatives of all cultures, but especially those of my African-American brothers and sisters, to maintain their peace, to maintain and to fight to keep their joy. Because if we had every law changed and every corrupt cop was eliminated from the streets, but we creatives are so beaten down and so discouraged that by the time that happens, we don't have a song to sing and we don't feel like singing and we don't feel like writing because we've been sapped of all of our energy and, and we've been torn down. It really won't matter. So that's why this podcast is going to continue to encourage you to keep building your business, to keep singing, to keep writing, to keep building economic power, to keep doing what God has gifted you to do because no man can steal that from you. No system should be able to steal that from you. So I'm talking passionately at the beginning of this, but I just want you to understand where we stand as a platform, how I stand, where I stand, and why I believe this is the moment for this particular platform to do what it's doing, which is to continue to minister and speak to your heart, to your mind, and to your soul about what God has called you to do as a creative person. So with that being said, definitely check out the links that I'll be posting on the show notes. And enjoy the rest of this episode because we're going to keep fighting until victory is won. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds. Looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information.
Hello and welcome to our show and thanks so much for making me and this show a part of your creative day. I appreciate you because I know that you could have picked any podcast at all and you chose this one. If you're new to the show, let me explain what this is all about and why I think you're in the right place. My name is Alan. I'm a musician, creative entrepreneur, and author of the book, God and Gigs, Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith, as well as our devotional, Your Art, God's Heart. Both of those books are available at all online bookstores, as well as godandgigs.com slash books. And this podcast is here to help you build a better creative life from the inside out by applying timeless spiritual principles to the temporary creative problems that you might be facing. And today I wanted to kind of dig into a topic that is on most of our minds as I'm recording. Of course, unfortunately, we've been dealing with COVID-19 for almost two months now as I record this. And while some of us are tired of talking about it, some of these issues have really come to the forefront that we should have been dealing with all along. And one of those issues is transition. How do you change from one thing to the next? And even if it means going from one career to the next or one area of creative work to the next, there's always transitions in our lives, no matter what's going on. And so I wanted to take this opportunity to do a little bit of a testimonial tell you why I believe the, the pivots I made and the transitions I made in the, my 20s and my 30s helped me to get to where I'm speaking to you right now. I never saw myself as a podcaster or an author or a creative coach. None of those things were in my plan, my five-year, my 10-year, even my 15-year plan, but God had other plans. And so I wanted to give you just a example of how transitional moments can be the best thing that can happen to you. And perhaps if you're going through one of those struggles right now, this will inspire you. So here's a creative checkup. I did a live video with my community on Facebook. I hope you enjoy this and get something really helpful out of it. So transitions is on my mind and here's why. Number one, clearly a lot of us are being forced into transition because our either jobs or performance opportunities, our gigs, our careers have been totally shifted. We've been transitioned by force. Um, the circumstances of COVID, the fact of social distancing, again, I don't need to tell you what we all know about. We all know that life has changed, that we've all been transitioned uh, into a new way of looking at life and a new way of having to do life. But I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more into the voluntary transitions because here's why it came to mind. There's been a couple of calls I've had with some musicians and friends through my church and through God and Gigs where we've all kind of moved into different spheres of our lives. Some of us have had uh, decisions to make in terms of our side hustles, entrepreneurial stuff, freelance stuff, where we've decided even before COVID that we needed to move into a new part of our career. We needed to like jump and try this thing of going full-time, or we needed to give a new business idea, like actually try it. Like not just say, oh, I'm going to think about it now. And then again, COVID really kind of forced many of our hands and made us force, uh, try this new idea because we had to try something. Um, Tobias says it helped you reevaluate your relationships. That's another transition, transitioning between one circle to another circle. Uh, we had to evaluate who's really in our corner, who's going to be able to watch out for us, who's going to actually, like, you know, be a support and who's kind of 
you know, maybe just watching, but not really connected to us and not really going to help us get to the next level, especially in cases of an emergency like this. So what I want to do is kind of like talk about in very basic, I don't have a plan for this particular talk. I literally just jumped on with this thought in mind, but I hope as you guys respond to me, um, and again, sometimes I plan these to go on a podcast. This will not probably go on a podcast. This will be a just you and I talking. I just wanted to see where you guys are in terms of your transition and whether or not this transition can be a good thing. Because I think a lot of people are in between. A lot of people are thinking, well, okay, I've been forced to change my entire way of looking at my job, my career, my creativity. I've got a, now everything's online. I can't use this particular skill anymore. And now you got to say, okay, well, how maybe can I come out of this better? And what I wanted to use as an example to kind of help you see how things can actually work out better for you is by using my own experience of jumping into guiding and gigs and jumping into full-time work as a creative. Because while that was not a forced, the circumstances did not force it. Oh, in a way it did. And this is, I'm not going to make it a total testimony uh, and just talk about myself, but I want to use my experience as an example of how things can actually work out for you. I'm looking behind me. I'm like, what is this stuff? Oh yeah, these are my shirts. Cause I see this, I see it's blocking the book. And um, by the way, if anybody wants to buy a shirt, these are my last few God and gig shirts here, kind of doing a little commercial endorsement real quick. But I was like, what is that stuff back there? It's like, oh yeah, my shirts are, I was going through my inventory. So if anybody wants to buy one of my last few small shirts, feel free to hit me up. I have a few shirts available here, extra small. But uh, yeah, anyway, didn't mean to get off track there, but I just noticed it. And I was like, what is that mess back there? So my transition into full-time work as a creative was partly forced, partly God, partly a lot of things. But in general, what I realized was that in 2009 or 10 or so, when I realized that I was going to be, you know, transitioning from one church and my position in God was really pushing me to just do an Abraham thing and just leave and just look for the country that he was going to show me, I realized that there was a lot that I wasn't really aware of after that transition. I realized I learned so much about myself. I learned that I had skills that I didn't realize I could use until I had to use them including gigging, because I had not been gigging before that transition. I had stopped gigging. I was playing strictly at my church. So at that point, it was like, okay, what are you going to do now? Well, I've got a jazz degree. I can start performing again. Well, I'm a teacher, so I can tutor homeschoolers. And I can tutor, and I, I was also homeschooling at the time. We began homeschooling in 2009, 2000, I'm sorry, 2000, uh 2005, six, seven, I think is when we started homeschooling. And, I, and so, yeah, I'm getting my, my years mixed up. But 2009 is when we actually went ahead and started um, like in earnest, you know, playing gigs, doing things. And then really, and then a few years later is when God and Gigs started. So I'm telling you all this because when I saw this transition happening, I had to pull on new skills. And here's why it made a big difference in the long run. What I'm doing now by sharing these books and these podcasts and talking on this microphone and all this equipment around me was a direct result of having to pivot. And pivoting provided me the room and the space to start looking at new avenues for my career. 
And those of you who are now in this situation where you're now being either told you can't work in this particular job, or maybe you found yourself where you can't um, use the skills you thought you were going to use, this might be your perfect opportunity to try something new at what I would call a low consequence level. Your consequences of you messing up now in terms of, oh, well, you try something new. If you're not working right now, the consequences are literally only thing that could happen is nothing. The worst that could happen is nothing happens and everything stays the same. The best that could happen is that you could find a whole new avenue for your creative work and for your music and for your, your, uh, your ministry and your abilities. And the consequences are so low because, again, it's like we're all starting from a zero-level playing field uh, that the score is zero-zero. Nobody's winning. Nobody's losing right now. Everybody's starting at the bottom, and we're all basically kind of reinventing ourselves, which, again, gives you a huge opportunity. And I don't mean to make light of COVID. I'm just trying to give you an example of when I started. When I started, I didn't have the example of uh, anybody else who had done this particular genre of faith, creativity, and relationships and connecting it with career advice. There was nobody that I knew of in that space. Now, now that I've started, now I've seen so many other cool ministries and projects and businesses that are built around what I do. So now I know I'm not alone. There's groups like Arts and Entertainment Ministries, Directed Life by Cap Chapfield. You got to check him out. I'm going to put his link. He has amazing stuff. Um, artists who are doing the exact same thing and teaching and mentoring like um, like Isa. Um, and uh, I'm sorry, Isa. Oh, I said it wrong. Isa and uh, Ashayla Shanae and uh, John Mike and so many other people that are like doing this teaching and training thing that now I realize that I'm just another uh, voice that's trying to help people, but there's so many other voices and people who are trying to help creators. So now I know I'm not alone, but when I started, I thought I was alone. And when I started, I didn't have equipment. I didn't have any of these things to kind of help me kind of get this going. But the only reason I started buying mics and like getting this mic, this little mic where, I mean, it's literally like, I think $10, $20. My wife got it on Amazon. And now it's like my favorite microphone, even though I don't think many other people use this microphone, but I'm going to put a link for it in the show notes. But um, yeah, like I just went ahead and bought the mic and bought the screen. And at the time I was like, well, I don't know if I'm even going to use this thing. I didn't know if I was going to use uh, Zoom, which many of us are now using Zoom all the time. But I get it. I got a pro account with Zoom at a time. I was like, well, I don't know if I'm even going to use this. And all of a sudden, now I realize I'm so glad I got the Zoom account because now I'm using it currently for interviews and to stay in touch with my church. My point is, the transition opened my brain to trying new things. I never would have tried those things had I stayed put. And so many of us now have been pushed into the situation where we are trying new things. And what I would like to encourage you as a uh, fellow musician and creative is to say to yourself, what's the worst that could happen? And I know that sounds very negative, but it's, uh, it's a it's a true statement because I think those of you who may be struggling right now with the idea, well, when are we going to perform again? When am I going to play again? What's the new normal? Maybe the new normal um, is you having a totally different perspective on what you're capable of. 
I saw one thing that uh, uh, in a one talk this weekend, um, and I want to kind of get your comments, by the way, if you're watching, what are some things that have shifted in your perspective in the last 30, 45 days? What are some skills and ideas that you had kind of in the back burner that you had not considered trying until this happened? Because that's where I think I can't read your mind. I don't know where you want to go with your particular career, but I want to encourage all of you that transition can be a good thing if you see it that way, if you change your perspective to not think of what you lost, but what you can gain. A friend of mine said that, uh, uh, Nate, my great friend, Nate Benneby, he's such an amazing bass player and I love him because we kind of connect every once in a while when we can. And he just shares nuggets with me. And I was going through a personal struggle and he talked about, he told me, Alan, you got to stop looking at what, you know, what you left and start looking at what's left. And I love that phrase that he gave me. What's left is I have still abilities and skills that I hadn't even touched on. I have friendships and I have relationships that I didn't even realize were available to me. And so you got to look at what's left. What's in your inventory? What's things that you haven't considered that are now available to you? And have you really kind of explored those things? Simony, good to see you. You say focused on your writing. Exactly. I'm so glad you got that book. Uh, master of One, which is behind me, and I've encouraged all the creators in my circle and God and Gifts community to read it because, again, you have to think about this. Like what this has provided all of us, which is the rarest and the most precious commodity, is time. A lot of us think money is the most precious commodity, but money you can always get more of if you find the million-dollar idea. But time is, we know, a non-renewable resource. So once you get that time, and even if it's been at a struggle where you've had to kind of make ends meet and try to dig out a savings or dig out whatever kind of income strategies that you can think of in this time, we talked about income strategies. And by the way, we should be having, I'm going to talk to Jasmine Paul. I believe we're going to have another um, financial workshop very soon. I think next Monday, I don't, I want to, I want to be careful about announcing it because we got to confirm it. But if you see me post in the next few days about the smart money, conference, the smart money for creatives and how you can create income and manage your money, even in times of a crisis. Uh, make sure you jump in on that workshop. We did it last two weeks ago and we had an incredible response. And so I'm kind of tagging that in because if you are struggling with your finances, with your creative uh, income right now, because basically it seems like it's all dried up, First thing you got to do is you got to manage what you have better. And we got to all make sure we cut our expenses down to almost nothing so that we can kind of keep the ball rolling. And so then you can start looking at these ideas that I'm giving you in terms of business and ideas for creative work that you could transition into that you haven't thought of before. And the time that you now have that kind of, well, there are no gigs. There's nothing pushing you to jump out and go drive two hours to a performance. There's no reason why you got to be on a plane for four hours and in a hotel room. So this is your time that's kind of now we're going into a month of quarantine. Uh, you got to make use of this time. And I don't mean that you got to, you know, beat yourself up. And like some people have been saying, you don't have to write your newest novel or write the best screenplay or come up with a thousand new singles. I'm not saying to put pressure on yourself, but I am saying that um, there is a, there's a, there's a blessing in this pause. I, I've been calling it a divine pause. 
And prayerfully, if you're not dealing with the health issues of COVID and you're, you're able to take care of your family and everybody's doing good, this is a pause button that you can use to say, okay, now that I'm transitioning to a new idea or a new, you know, what are the things, what are the steps, what are the uh, things I'm going to need in my new normal in order to make this work? And then start collecting those things. In my coaching program, we talk about this. We call it inventory. You got to start inventorying your past work, your previous work, the work you're doing right now, and just saying, what kind of materials and things do I already have in front of me? Relationships. What things have I not kind of taken advantage of that I could be using to get to the next thing? And I've used myself as an example. Again, podcasting was new, but just start collecting things and start investing in myself and buying courses and looking at little things that could kind of just benefit me overall in terms of my email marketing, things I'd never done before. Email, I didn't know what email marketing was. Now I'm a huge supporter of ConvertKit, which also I can give you a link in the show notes if you guys comment. Um, if you're interested in ConvertKit and learning how to do email marketing, not something that musicians think about a lot and because we want to create or uh, creatives in general, but it's it's just a new way we have to do work. It always was the way we had to do work, but now it's even more important. And I've been encouraging many of you to just, you know, give it a shot. Don't think that the only way that you can get yourself through this time is to wait for the clubs, the churches, the it, the old opportunities to reopen. And I don't mean to be negative, but they may never open the same way they will they were before. So I want you to see it as an opportunity. My opportunity came when I just, you know, again, I left my church. I left my, I've done two full jumps out of careers. I went from full-time teaching into part-time homeschool dad, part-time minister of music, part-time musician. And then I made the jump from full-time ministry, which that transitioned late earlier into full-time content creator, musician. I'm like, I have so many titles behind my thing. I don't even know what to call myself anymore. But that's the point. The transitions were, they were piece by piece, pivot by pivot. But each at each pivot, I had to take some pieces of the last few careers and the last few ideas and take the pieces and start to put the puzzles together to what would be the next pivot. And so my first pivot from musician to from from teacher, obviously from teacher to musician and uh, created creative work, took a lot of those pieces of teaching, but they left behind the public school system. And then the next piece might have left behind the full time ministry aspect, but kept ministry, and it kept some pieces where those skills were still appropriate for the next pivot, but the entire package didn't fit. So as you can see, what I'm describing is a process of pivoting and moving your skills to the next thing, but you don't throw out, throw away the baby with the bathwater. You continue to pivot and move things around, but don't forget that the skills that you apply to the last thing will apply to the next thing, but only if you do so in a way that you actually open your mind to the new next thing and don't try to make it look like what you did last. What I do now at 45 years old looks nothing like what I was doing at 30, nothing. It's an entirely different lifestyle. 
but I never would have seen it had I not taken those small pivots and slowly started to wean myself off what I used to think would be my lifestyle and would be my way of doing things. Well, friends, as I said, I hope that you got some inspiration out of that and see from my story that maybe some changes in your life could be the best thing that could happen to you, even if they are not the changes you would have picked at the time. So I want to invite you once again to subscribe to the show and review this show. Let me know if this was helpful and what the big things or the small things that stood out to you, just knowing what you're going through and you reviewing the show, of course, number one, helps me help you. But number two, helps more people to find this show, more creatives like you who want to have faith, career, and relationships all balanced in their lives. They want this kind of information, but when you review the show, iTunes and other podcast uh, aggregators, they push it up their rankings because they see that people are actually interested in this kind of material. So please do that. Review, subscribe, let people know about the show, share it, all those good things. And please join us on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you would love to be a part of our creative community because you'll find more inspiration just like this. It's a public group. Simply look up God and Gigs Creative Community and you'll find this particular group where I have creators all over the world interacting, sharing, and inspiring each other. Okay, that's our show for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you come back for next episode. We'll be sharing more inspiration, encouragement, and thoughtful commentary on this creative journey. God bless you guys. Take care. Be safe. See you next week. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing. Amazing.